I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. My name is Marissa Donnelly, your host, and today I have Judith Martinez with me. She is the CEO of In Her Shoes, the modern women's community for courage, and Judith is redefining traditional standards of what it looks like to be a successful woman today. And yes, that resonates with me so much. Welcome, Judith. Hi, thanks for having me. I wanted to start with just asking you about In Her Shoes because it it, the whole concept, the whole meaning behind it, and just the company itself is just, as a female entrepreneur and business owner, I'm like, yes, this resonates so much. Can you share a little bit about it with my audience? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it resonates with you. Uh, well, Inner Shoes is a nonprofit organization, um, and we've been operating for five years now as an official 501c3, but we actually started six years ago through a Kickstarter campaign. And that's really how our roots started. Um, But everything that we do and what we stand for is truly providing the modern woman a community for courage to genuinely live and create a life that they love one act of courage at a time. So a lot of the things that we do is Um, challenge young girls and women to step outside of their comfort zones and enact in their own lives what being courageous could look like. And one way we do that is by asking the question, what would you do if you were just 1% more courageous? And honestly, a lot of the times um, these young girls or women, their answer for that looks like starting their own businesses or turning their passion projects into an actual organization or a company or a cause that they want people to rally around. And so in its true essence, Inner Shoes is really about people coming alive and having other people come alive as well through interacting with their passion. I love that. And it really makes me think of the quote, like walking a mile in somebody else's shoes and how we are so quick to compare ourselves to other people and think like, oh, well, you know, this person has it better than me or this person, you know, has it worse than me or whatever it is. But I I love the fact that when you consider, you know, you can walk in those shoes too. You can have that experience. It, It just connects us in a way. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree. What was the inspiration behind the name? Was it from, you know, walking a mile in somebody's shoes or was it something different? Yeah, that's a great question. I I say it's always kind of twofold. Um, The first is I thought about in her shoes from the notion of what is it like to practice empathy and compassion and and really think about what is it like to be in this other person's shoes um, and what is their experience like? Um, And then the second really, I guess you could say angle that for me meant something far more personal was I tried to envision what would be my future self? Um, what would she think? What, what would it be like to be in her shoes? Like if I were to really act on being 1% more courageous, mm-hmm. what would she do in this moment? And so in her shoes kind of takes on that second angle of yes, thinking about other people and what is it like to be in their shoes. Um, But also too, sometimes I think we forget to envision what it's like to be in our own shoes and our best future selves in this moment. Um, So that's really where that comes from. 
I love that. I th- yeah, I, thinking about where your, you know, other version of yourself is. Like, I, I can't think of how many times, like, you know, in my own journey where I'm like, oh, you know, envisioning my future self and then you get almost kind of freaked out about that and then you're like, no, you know, that's too far into the future and then you want to stay in the present. But it's so powerful to see your future self and to envision yourself in that place. I really love how that takes such a precedence with your company and with your mission. Yeah, thank you. How did you know you wanted to dive into this space, if you will? Like what was the underlying motivation? Was there kind of a catalyst for you? Was it, were you in the corporate world and kind of wanted to make a change? What really started this? Yeah, you know, to be completely honest, I didn't really know that this is what I wanted to do. I think it was, (laughs) I think it, you know, I think to be frank, it was more of realizing what I didn't want that led me to what I knew I wanted. And, um, you know, you ask if there was a catalyst. I think for me, there wasn't exactly one aha moment. I think those aha moments are actually a compilation of a lot of moments that lead to that realization. But for me, one big one that I often would reflect back on when I think about the origin story of Inner Shoes uh, would actually be getting accepted to my dream law school. And this was when I was a senior at university still. Um, and, you know, the way that it's kind of always formulated in my mind is I finally got the yes that I've been chasing all my life, only to realize that, you know, when I was confronted with this yes, I just wanted to say no. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really scary and challenging place to be in. Um, and I think it's a place that maybe a lot of us feel like we've been in or, you know, try to avoid because frankly, it's an uncomfortable place to be in. But I think that really was a moment that had me realize, wow, you know, I've been going down this yellow brick road that supposedly is supposed to equate to success. And I got this yes, but it just doesn't feel right. Like it just, it doesn't feel like this is what I want, uh, let alone what I meant to be doing. And um, I think it was in that realization where it had me think about, well, you know, if I wasn't so afraid, what would I want to do? And that's really kind of the beginnings of what led to what is now in her shoes. Wow. I just want to applaud you for sharing that because that's such a difficult place to be where, yeah, you're like on this trajectory and you're like, yep, I'm, you know, dotting my I's, crossing my T's and walking down this path. And then all of a sudden it's like the entire trajectory changes. And then who are you when you're not following that path anymore, right? It's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. What do I do? And that's, like you said, a scary place to be. And it's also a really scary thing to admit because, you know, in the world of social media and, you know, just in general today, people don't want to ever say like, oh yeah, I I didn't know what I was doing or I had no idea what to do next. So I just want to applaud you for that because it's hard to put it out there, but sometimes those moments are like, the biggest game changers. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, and thank you for, for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think people just need to hear sometimes that it's okay if you get to a crossroads or a dead end and you're like, um, okay, I need to figure something else out. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. That's cool. So it's like when one door closed, it really caused you to pivot and then open another, which seems to be a lot more aligned to maybe some underlying desire or goal that you didn't realize you even had. Yeah. I think, you know, there's, I always had a desire of 
wanting to give back. And I think just the way I was raised and the way that I grew up viewing the world, I knew that, you know, there was always um, something that people could do to make the world better. I feel like that's just such a blanket statement even, but I think it's one thing to be told that growing up, but it's a whole other journey to actually discover what that looks like on the court. Like in reality, Mm -hmm. what does it really look like to have your career make the world a better place? Um, So yeah, I mean, to your point, when one door closes, sometimes you have to dig a hole and make a new door or find a window or, you know, like you got to just make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we don't. And also that's okay too. Um, But yeah, I think for me, uh, closing the door on law school and what I thought I needed to be in the world um, really opened up a whole new world of possibility of inner shoes and, and so many other things that I didn't know about. It's also redefining, you know, what success looks like because sometimes people are like, oh, success is, you know, the biggest, highest paying job or success looks like, you know, college or success looks like, you know, whatever, insert whatever. But, you know, when you, when you were, forced to in a way pivot and redefine what success looks like do you feel more I mean it sounds like you are happier it sounds like it it made a lot more sense when you felt like that that yes to law school was not really what you wanted yeah definitely I think too it's just um it's so challenging because I think success is also one of those words that Again, we're, we're programmed to almost have this algorithm of a definition for it. And then I think the scary part, which for me was kind of bundled up into this big yes I was chasing, was what happens when you reach that quote unquote success and yet you don't feel the feelings that you're told you should be feeling when you're yeah. quote unquote successful. Um, and so I think, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the pivoting and redefining what does success look like for me, but then also to how do you encourage and foster um, that courage for people to, to ask that question for themselves, just because success looks so different for every person, um, especially today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a, a journey for sure. And one that's probably ever changing. Yeah, definitely. I love the idea that it's never changing either because you can be on one road and then all of a sudden you pivot again or, you know, uh, as women, like maybe you start a new job, maybe you start a family, you know, and then all of a sudden you're redefining that for yourself over and over. Um, It's a cool, it's scary, but it's a really cool realization that you're not ever stuck. Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully that gives some solace for those of us that are constant. I know for me, that's something that um, I feel like I've always had to learn and relearn over time, um, especially in my career, or just mm-hmm. in life. So yeah. And then throw COVID into the mix and it's like, okay, I'm relearning everything. Exactly. Right. And a lot, I think a lot of the most valuable learning for us is like unlearning too, right? Like mm-hmm. unlearning these definitions or unlearning these certain paradigms that we're told to operate in. So yeah. All of it. (laughs) Yeah. What's been the scariest part of your journey? I mean, it obviously sounds like having to pivot and realizing like I'm not on the path that I want to be on was probably one of them. But was there anything else that was just really scary in launching this, starting this, moving forward on this path? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the fear, for me at least, just like success in a lot of ways, uh, also changes, you know, I think part of 
kind of the catch 22 of the question of what would you do if you're 1% more courageous is just as much as that answer could change every time you practice and build that courage muscle, that thing that scares you tends to grow bigger too, because your courage grows bigger. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think, you know, if you were to ask me this when we started, it would be like, oh, well, you know, my fear is this is going to (laughs) tank and this is just a (laughs) terrible idea and I probably should have stuck to law school. Um, And I think now, you know, looking back, I think it's more so of, you know, what are we building towards? And I've noticed like my mind gravitates now uh, more towards like success for me looks like building a legacy of in her shoes and mm-hmm. and like what does this provide for young girls and women 50 years down the line even like what's possible through this work and so i think a fear that couples that is is that really attainable like what if we can <laughs> what if we don't actually make a difference and I think that's a very human experience to like doubt your capacity for actually being able to, to enact change um, or to make a difference. So I think that's kind of this, you know, one of a bajillion existential crises I experience, <laughs> you know, I experience ongoingly, um, whether it's in my car, in the shower or during work. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a looming fear that I'm constantly learning to dance with you know, as, as a founder, as a young woman, um, as a first generation student and how that's impacted my work within her shoes. Um, but yeah, I would say it would be that fear. And it's funny, you said it's a human fear and it really is because I think no matter what level, what stage, what business, you know, whatever you have, it's still so innate in all of us to doubt ourselves. And it's so funny because on the outside, you know, I'm listening to you say this and I'm like, are you kidding? Like what you have going on and what you've already built is amazing and people are resonating with it and it's creating opportunities and you're just teaching people how to be courageous, which we so often forget. So to me, it's like, hello, there is a huge legacy that's already happening. But when we're on the inside of that, we don't always see that. We see like, you know, we have that fear, that doubt, and then we see like all the ins and outs of how everything can, you know, go catastrophically wrong. But it's on the outside, people are like, no, like this is, this is it. It's just so funny how that exists. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate you bringing that up because you're right. It, it is a human phenomenon, no matter, I guess, where we are on our journeys, um, which is again, an ever-changing adventure, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah. Even the people who are the most established, you know, it makes me think of Instagram again. You know, you look at people's beautifully crafted photos and posts and you're like, oh, they're doing so much better than I am or they have it all together or they're so happy and, you know, whatever it is, like everybody has that that thought about somebody else. And it's like, no, you know, like that's not the, the reality of it. We all have these fears. We all have these doubts. We all have like our imperfections, but that doesn't make what we're building any less valuable or purposeful. Definitely. I love that. What has been the best or highest moment in your career so far? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a tough one. Um, Man, the best or highest. You know, I probably would say um, it was sometime last summer, 2019. And usually over the summer, we have what we call Emerging Leaders Camp. And it's one of our programs where we work with our youngest uh, demographic, which is uh, grade school students. 
and it's a summer camp and it's really about leadership, communication, and building your capacity to be courageous. Although we try to bundle it in a far more appealing way (laughs) to young students. (laughs) And so um, it was the last day of camp. And what we do with our camp counselors is we create kind of this closing ceremony where we invite all all of the students, all of the different camp counselors, and all of the students' parents to come and hear, you know, what did their students learn? What did they take away from their science classes that they were also able to do and what have you. And last year there was a gal that stood up and she was one of the most rambunctious and energetic of the bunch that we had last summer. And she was quite the the jokester as well. I feel like every time she had something to say, it was something sly or off the cuff. And, and sometimes it, it would come at the expense of making fun of other people in the class. And she stood up and to be completely honest, everyone that was on the camp counselor side, including the inner shoes team, we were holding our breath, just kind of waiting to see what she was going to say. And then there was a moment where she stands up and she says, I learned this summer that I can be a bully and it's not nice to make other people feel sad. And there was this moment of quiet that fell into the auditorium both of, sh- of shock, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, that she said probably one of the most profound things that any even adult said that whole summer. But this moment of self-realization for this young girl entering eighth grade and just even looking at her face and then looking at the reactions of the parents in the stands, there was a moment for me where, you know, I felt like this is what success looks and feels like. You know, it's, it's moments like these it's, it's, or, you know, for inner shoes, what we say is our work happens in the in-between moments and it's in the split second decisions where inner shoes really lives. And that for me was an example of that. And so I think that's been one of my most recent best and memorable moments because, you know, if I look at the timeline, that's year four out of a five-year journey and I think it's it's a very humbling thing for me to always keep in mind that, you know, there are a lot of those moments, but it's actually not, you know, the best moments for me aren't like the flashy moments where I'm either on an interview like this, talking to a cool person or <laughs> being featured or an award, but it's actually when you're on the ground doing the work, seeing it happen. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love the the idea of the in-between moments because that's so true about anything in life, really. It really, the change exists in those little small moments. And I don't know, my boyfriend has a, an 11-year-old, so I'm like totally resonating with this, just thinking about the little moments that I've had with him. And um, I'm actually homeschooling him and five other kids right now. And just, it really does exist in those small moments where they're like, oh, you know, I, I realize I hurt your feelings or like, oh, I understand what this character is going through. And you're like, yes. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's really profound to see it with, with kids. And that's why I think, you know, the work you're doing with in her shoes with, you know, younger, younger women and kids. And, you know, it's just so important to, for them to see and self-reflect and learn how they can do that in their lives when they're younger. So that when we get to, you know, adulthood, it's, it's so much easier to peel back those layers and say, this is who I am and this is what I need. And this is, you know, how I can improve, you know, myself in the spaces that I'm in. It's really, really cool stuff. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, thank you for the work you're doing, you know, working with, with your boyfriend's son, but also these students and homeschooling them. I think, you know, I, for me, at least, I think doing this work with inner shoes and especially this year during COVID during 2020 and all of the things that's come up this year, there's, I don't think educators are given enough credit for just what they do. So thank you for what you're doing. <laughs> well, thanks. We are we are in the trenches for sure, but yes. you know, just one one student at a time, one kid at a time, one moment at a time. I like to think, you know, we're changing the world. So <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> So, what are some new things going on with Inner Shoes that people can be aware of and get connected with? Yeah. Um there's quite a bit, but I think, you know, amidst everything else, I'll I'll try to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, with Inner Shoes, something we're really excited about, especially for this holiday season, is we're doing a series in December called 12 Days of Courage. And we're putting a bit of a twist on 12 Days of Christmas. And instead, we're, we're really inviting people to redefine what does giving mean this year. And uh, for us, what that looks like is we're inviting people to kind of explore what does it look like if this season of giving actually meant giving back to yourself. And it didn't mean, you know, wrapping a gift or giving Mm -hmm. money or anything material. But instead, after a year like this one, um, it meant replenishing yourself. And so during these 12 days of courage, we're going to be having incredible 12 women who will be hosting all on Instagram Live these free donation-based Um, experiences that are courageous conversations that we'll be having, but also these 12 self-care activities that you can do at home at zero to a low cost. That's all about giving back to yourself and building up your courage so you can give back to other people in your community. That's really awesome. Definitely going to get connected with that. I think courage and open conversations are so my jam and it's just so needed right now in this pandemic world. People just trying to figure out how to survive. So hearing that will be really, really cool. Yes, definitely. We'd love to have you. It'll be from December 10th through December 21st for those 12 days. And you can find that information on our social media or on our website at innershoesmovement.org. Perfect. That was actually what I was going to ask you next. Any other places that people can connect with you online? Yeah, online, on social media. You can find us at In Her Shoes Movement or uh, directly through me and my social media at Judith Martinez. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this, for just your honesty and your vulnerability about your complete career change and you know, just the encouragement you gave people that courage doesn't have to be a huge leap. Sometimes it can really just be that you know, taking that very first step and moving forward and just trusting that the path will work out. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.